Okay, what is going on? And welcome back to a brand new episode of Energized. I'm here at Roscoe. Roscoe. Roscoe, what's the story, man? Oh, not much, man. You know what? What's up? Very chill. Very chill. Very chill. What do you think of my new shoes? Do you like them? Terrible, man. Freeze, man. What, what size are they? They're massive. It's size 10, man. Yeah. And yeah. What, size, what size? Like heel, are they? Oh, like the solid the solid inch on them. Yeah, there is a solid yeah, inch. Yeah, six foot two now, man. Yeah. But if you are new to the Energize podcast, welcome. And if you're a returning Energize listener, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I was on the phone to Ross earlier on the way here, and I was like, you know what? I'm really looking forward to doing this show. Hashtag buzzing. Hashtag buzzing, yeah. You know what's unreal? We're like 90 followers away from that 10,000 mark. We'll be chasing that 10,000 mark. So if you do love the Energize show, give us that shout out. Help the lads hit 10K. One step closer to being, what say, certified. Is that what you say? Certified, yeah. And one step closer to that swipe up. Yeah. And then it'll be easier for you to listen to the podcast. Yeah. I think it's like, once we get to 10,000 as well, once we can do that swipe up thing, then we're going back to the YouTube as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, once we hit 10,000, it's like, we can't just keep doing the same thing or something. Yeah, it has yeah. To we'll, be like, we'll be like, hit the bell for notifications. <laughs> <laughs> on the lads for people listening now obviously they've come along the, with us along the journey yeah. but so like it doesn't seem that like cringy to be like oh help us get to 10,000 and shout out to that guy in the apple green garage who I met the other day he was like listen to the podcast I actually can't remember your name and I feel a bit bad that I can't remember your name but he's a really nice guy but you caught me off guard you caught me off guard I was like I had a million one things going on in my brain and he was like man by the way listen to the podcast it's great and I was like wow <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was just strange that happened to you last week as well. I don't know, I know. if you said once the story. Once a week now. Yeah, once a week. Tell us that story, actually. Uh, you said he was shaking or something. I uh, No, he wasn't. I might have had Tourette's, but I mean... <laughs> no, I met the fella, Kieran Roach. He's a lovely fella. Uh, I don't think he was wearing a Liverpool jersey at the time, which, like, I didn't like that. But Was he working? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was working. He works in a cafe called Back 16 along the Keys in Dublin. So he's he working wearing a Liverpool jersey? Yeah. Alright. Well, it's like a cool restaurant, so like I think they just let you wear what you want and then like as long as you're friendly to people, that's all that matters. Yeah. Which is the way the world should be, isn't it? Yeah. Was it like a retro jersey or was it like No, no, it was like this season's jersey. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Anyone on the back? No, no, no. Yeah, energized one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, Do you have a jumper? <laughs> Do you have a jumper? Yeah, well, but uh, one a week now, man. One a week. Uh, by the way, I, I, by the way, I, I won't leave town until someone stops me. <laughs> You're gonna just stand at the spire, wear the Energize T-shirt, be like, "Anyone seen this before? Anyone seen this?" But uh, before we uh, carry on this conversation of absolute crack, uh, we are on the road to ten thousand, and uh, over the weekend we went over nine thousand nine hundred and ninety people. So, like, once we get to ten thousand, we are going back on YouTube. We're doing stuff in the background now, just sort of making sure that everything's sorted for when we actually can officially do the swipe up thing, as cringy as that sounds. But that is how, that's how, like, we're hardly just going to keep working hard on this, putting out content every week, trying to get bigger and better if we're like, there's no goal. No, no, we're going back on YouTubes. That's the next one. The I don't know why, but I call it YouTubes now. Yeah. Very you. But uh, on today's show, we're going to be discussing, obviously, the Energized Crack. And then we're going to be looking at the Premier League. Uh, because this week, the PFA Awards came out. So we're going to discuss the Player of the Year, Young Player of the Year, and the Team of the Year. Uh, also, the Champions League returns this week. It's the semi-final fucking time. And the Europa League, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. the Emmerdale Cup, semi-finals on this week as well. And then uh, we're always going to discuss the world of 
mixed martial arts and boxing because uh, UFC Abu Dhabi was announced today and uh, we're going to discuss who Khabib is going to be taking on. And then also UFC Florida, Bellator 220, UFC Ottawa, Bellator Birmingham and uh, Ross's favourite boxer is fighting this weekend. Canelo Alvarez is taking on the one and only Daniel Jacobs. Those Mexican supplements, baby. <laughs> so, Ross, you were saying you were, uh, you're going to stand by the spire and try and get in selfies. I am indeed. Uh, yeah. I went, I went to my first ever like pregnancy class today as well. Uh, that that was, was actually that was actually quite funny. We discussed like labour. What are we like, doing? Chatting up a few takes. birds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. chatting up a few words. I was, I was seeing if was, was there anyone else in the room I could get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but turns out I couldn't. They were already pregnant. Oh, yeah. Typical, typical pregnant women. Yeah, they're not yeah. able to get pregnant again. Like yeah, I was sitting there and I was looking at all the lads and just been like, so. <laughs> What brought you here today? Do you come here often? <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, "Is this your first time?" And everyone put up their hand. And then some of the bird, uh, some bird was like, "No, it's my second kid." And, and I was like, "Fucking nerd!" <laughs> oh, she knew everything. Yeah, but like, yeah, she kept asking, like, yeah, but she did that thing, you know, when you know the answer, so like, you ask the question, and you go, "Oh, you know this? Is that this?" Yeah, you know I mean, oh, oh she kept doing that. And I was like, "Oh my god, just show her up." So she'd be like down the front. Yeah, she actually was sitting up the front as well, spreading her legs down the front, and then were you down the back, just like? Shouting, uh, once or twice. It's funny because, like, on this on this show, and then obviously when we hang out, you're obviously like doing your thing, and then like having the crack, saying the tubes and all this yeah. stuff. But then, like, when you're in a room full of pregnant women, like, you obviously have to like not be 100 percent Ross Caldwell. Oh no, I like I can't be like the jokes here because yeah. like some pregnant <laughs> woman's gonna be like, "That's not funny." Yeah, she you might go into labor or something. Yeah, yeah, you have to like, be like Rostifer. I was there in the slide, like making a few jokes to Jade about like what was going on, but I, I, I can't make those jokes about like everyone. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, because like some people are like, no, but it, it was it was a bit weird because the woman presenting the class was actually really nice. Not that this actually matters, but she kept on saying, "For you and your partner, you can do this. For you and your partner." And I was like, the quote. I was like. There could have been a bird who just got like knocked up by a random fella could be like doing it by herself and she kept going and your partner can help you with this and I was like yeah. some people don't have a partner I was like you should probably stop saying that Would it be strange if the instructor are they called an instructor? Well whatever yeah we can call them the instructor for the purposes The so teacher that, instructor yeah. Would it be strange if that was a man? Um, It'd probably be stranger for the women like I'm sure the women are more comfortable being told by a woman like you're gonna push this baby out of your vagina. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> when a man's saying that, it's a bit like, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, I mean, oh no, your woman was real nice. It's actually quite funny. She was actually so good at her job because people kept on like knocking on the door, interrupting, like, "Is this the right class?" And she was so like polite, saying no, but it happened like six times, and she was still very polite and said no. If you know what I mean, like, as opposed to me, it was like, clearly there's a class going on here. Will you fuck? off why was someone coming in being like is this the baking class no no they were like is this class number one and apparently we were on class number three and i was like where were oh, we for the first okay. two classes okay. <laughs> okay so it wasn't like named yeah yeah but it, it was funny anyway that's what i got up to today yeah so that was the first one yeah well it was the third one because we were on class number three first one i went to. oh okay oh now i get you yeah. now i get you so they were knocking being like is, is this number one the first uh, class yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. and then it, when i walked outside oh i want to use the toilet right but there was so many pregnant women around. It was like, oh, and there was only one toilet. So like, if I went in, I was like stopping all them going. So I was like, oh, I'm going to have to like hold on and go somewhere else. Because then like, imagine like me opening the door after like, and it wasn't the number one I was going for. I opened the door and it's like 15 pregnant women standing outside the door looking at me like, no, 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 this is the no-go. Where, where was this on? 
The Rotunda Hospital. The Rotunda. Everyone. People keep on getting me to watch, ask me to watch that Rotunda show, but like, I just keep them like, nah, it's fine. What Rotunda show? There's like a show called The Rotunda on RTE. Where uh, like, it came out last year, didn't it? Yeah, but there's, I think it's on again this year. People are like, you should watch that. I'm like, nah. Almost got good ratings. But um, when you're outside, was there any like women smoking or anything that were pregnant? Uh, not this time, but there has been before. They were pregnant? Yeah. I, I feel like just getting the cigarette and like taking it off and stamping it. But not, only, not even because I'm having a kid, just, like, just in general. It's like in general, yeah. 2019, like, don't be smoking when you have a kid inside you. Yeah. It's gone, like, even, sm- like, obviously I smoke now and then. Uh, obviously when I drink, I smoke more. But um, I find now, like, I won't, like, stand in the middle of a street and have a cigarette or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. sort of like, it's almost like you're doing drugs or something. You have to do it, like, a dark in a corner, like, and just turn the lights off. It's, people well, like, look at it as if, like, you're doing heroin or something. It's very, like... Well, you're not allowed to smoke in a rugby stadium anymore, and you... There's someone yeah. else where you're not allowed to smoke, and I was a bit like, what? I can't remember, but there's like a few like sort of open air places where like, oh, you're not allowed to smoke in here, which yeah. I almost don't get. There's something. Oh, you know what's, you know what thing's terrible? That you're not allowed to vape inside a stadium. I'm yeah. just like, what's the big deal? Yeah, but if you're doing a massive fog, you know what I mean? I yeah, but I don't, that. I don't think it's that much of a fog. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, but it like still, like you see people are really more like trying to be healthy, like, so many people even if you look online are like the new gym person yeah but like I don't think anyone ever went oh no I'm getting second a second hand vape inhale yeah but people are like some people just moan to moan actually you know what you're actually right because uh, I was with uh, do you know Rob shout out Rob yeah he, he, he moved into his new gaff there the other day and we were talking about like walking the dog or whatever and like picking up the shite after the dog right Yum. and one time his neighbour asked when the dog pissed on the grass, what did they do about it? And he was like, "Use a straw." He was like, "He was like, no, he was like nothing. Like, what do you expect me to do?" He was like, "But the kids play on that field." It's like, so what? Like, you can't stop the dog pissing on the field. I'm sure the kids piss on the field. Maybe yeah. Yeah, but is that not weird to say to someone? Well, no, some people are real innocent as well. Like, no, but I don't think the men's innocent. I think they were like, "Can't let the dog piss on the field." Yeah. Well, like, is she just a housewife or something? That she's like staring out the window, looking for something to moan about, you know? Well, I didn't ask what her profession was, but like, she's clearly too much time in her hands. If like that's what that's what her thoughts are. Yeah. Well, most people with too much time in their hands complain over random bullshit. Absolutely. It's like there's too many buses on the road these days. It's like, sorry. No worries, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, sorry, you're actually talk- right. You're actually right. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about smoking. Anyway, like, if I'm walking down the road, sometimes I'm like, oh, like, I absolutely love a cigarette with a coffee. I don't know, just something amazing about it. Very French, we. Oui. But um, it's just like, sometimes when you're having, you, you're sort of just thinking about things. And then, because obviously over in America now, people are more smoking joints. Like, it's, weed is obviously legal, so they're more. And then Smoke weed every day. It's just, uh, there's something different about it. Obviously, it's very bad for you now, but like. Trivia time. What was the first state in America to legalize marijuana? Florida? No, Colorado. Colorado. Home of the Nuggets. Oh, it's not actually. Not Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> no, it, it, no, it is. Yeah, the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah Denver, Denver, Colorado. Colorado yeah. yeah. By the way, shout out to Denver, Colorado getting to the next round of the playoffs, Cowboy. By the way. Yeah. Um, home, also home of the Rapids, the Avalanche, and Brendan Chab. And Brendan Chab. Not anymore. Yeah, is there um obviously we're gonna start going into YouTube and stuff for us. Is there any like sort of podcast that you look at and you're like, right, we should sort of 
take the gold from them or take the gold from them. I mean, because like um, if you look at two polar opposites, right? Obviously, Joe Rogan is one, and yeah. then Logan Paul is the other. Yeah. So like Joe Rogan gets like all these like fifty year old comedians on and other people, obviously. Yeah. And then like Logan Paul gets all the like twenty three year old phenomenon Instagram yeah. and YouTube commodities. Logan Paul's almost like the Gary V, isn't he? He's almost like, you're hot. Get yeah. on here now. You know what I mean? Yeah, but both of them in their own uh, respective lanes are the biggest oh yeah 100 percent. but i think joe rogan more gets people on that he's fascinated by i suppose logan hall's more like clout come here you know what i mean yeah but he has the clout whereas like brendan Schaub is right in the middle oh 100 percent. jack you know brendan is like brendan Schaub will definitely have someone on who he finds interesting and he'll want to chat to them yeah but he'll also be like he'd love to have logan paul on his just to be like so logan paul yeah one million views guaranteed. Yeah, one you know million mean? views, yeah. So uh, I can't, I can't wait till we actually go on to it and then like really go down that lane because obviously when we first started doing it, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing, and then now we have a bit of a following now, and then uh, what we are actually missing out on now is the visual. Yeah. Now, Although, in fairness, we're only sitting here. We're not like doing cartwheels and stuff. Yeah. But, like things are so much more visual because we only post on SoundCloud and iTunes. Yeah. And people like want. The visual thing. Although I'm on Spotify now and that has like a podcast accent, so maybe we should try and get on that. Saw well. it, yeah. But like uh, every month, like the money comes out of my account for the SoundCloud, and it's just like we're not going to get discovered through that. I know, yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe we should go on Spotify as well, just because I don't. Well, we'll see if we can put it up there free. Yeah. If you can, might as well. Um, one so, thing I don't like is I don't like Logan Paul's setup. Uh, it's too much like. I don't know, like a game show or something. It is, yeah. Yeah, it is, it's yeah. like Logan Paul and your man are on that side and they're on one team and like they're the other side. It's, it's almost like you're yeah. waiting for someone to sit in the middle and it's a question of sport. Yeah, and they don't really get into anything really. There's never no. really like... No, there's no like depth to the conversation. Yeah, your man Adam22 from the No Jumper podcast, he gets right into stuff and he like, he gets like all, he gets like mad people on from like the biggest rappers to like porn stars to everything in between and social media people as well and then like like a rapper porn and stuff yeah like he gets his one's probably the best yeah because he gets really into it but yeah like, it's a bit like i, I want to see someone like something i want to see something more similar to the breakfast club because yeah. like the way your man Charlemagne doesn't like let things go yeah you can't like fob him off with an answer which i think is fantastic like if Charlemagne, like, just say he had TJ Dillashaw, and he'd be like, oh, you know, I just took the EPO. He'd be like, yeah, but why? And he'd be like, oh, I just took it. And he was like, yeah, but why? And then he'd, he'd like, make sure you give him the answer. And also because he's, like, sort of a, a rapper gangster, he sort of, like, he almost, like, intimidates you into giving you the answer. Yeah. Like, I, I think he's brilliant. And then Joe Rogan also doesn't let you just go, yeah, that's my answer. Well, that's the thing. Joe Rogan built up his following yeah. through this medium whereas yeah. like oh as we saw logan paul used to do the vlogs yeah and then he was like oh i'm gonna be a gamer now and yeah. then like that crashed and burned then he was like okay i'm gonna be a podcaster and because he has big guests on people are obviously automatically gonna look at it you know what i mean yeah like, he definitely. didn't he didn't like if he had to start it from ground zero and then try and build up this following from just podcasting never yeah. vlogging he, he wouldn't be as big you know it, it's quite funny because he's like biggest podcast in the world by default yeah, you know I mean, just because he's got the largest audience. Yeah, and it's it's not really. He only just says it's that big. Well, as in, it, he's like he's like the number one podcast in the world. That's what he says. But that's not like yeah, but uh, he probably has the most views on his YouTube podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. Is what yeah. I mean, so like yeah. in one way, he probably is. You know what I mean? 
you, you only sort of have to like steer the facts into your you know persuasion for it to be true yeah um yeah but he has the the, the people he has on like i'm very interested also because like we're gonna be moving into that space so yeah. i have to know what the fuck's going on you know like, oh, no, we so it's obviously very important remember the, like we did a show and we were like shouldn't emigrate <laughs> Like, we didn't know what we were doing. Or else the podcast, we, the show we did with Gary Vee, like, we really didn't know what we were doing. Oh, no, not a clue. We're yeah. making up as we went along. Oh, absolutely. But now, like, we're, like, we're like ready now. Oh, 100%. You know I mean? the, wor- the worst thing that happened to us was getting an interview with RTE after a month. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, because... <laughs> it's like, so what's your show? It's like, well, we haven't really, like, decided what it is yet, but it will be brilliant. But, yeah. That, that's the great thing about this is, like, I mean... Obviously, people now these days are trying to build up their Instagram followings and everything, but like the way we've literally grinded everything, and like we've never even paid for a post or followers or any of that shit. But like, I actually think our show is probably closest to Joe Rogan when he has Brendan Chab on. It's just two of them. Yeah, that's yeah. probably where we're actually closer because yeah. like we're not like the fire and the kick because neither of us makes shy jokes like Brian Callan all the time. Gay when, references. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? I think Brian Callan makes those shit jokes when he doesn't know anything about the subject so he just goes I'll make a crap joke he knows nothing about sport either and also he doesn't even watch the fights as well yeah and then comments on them yeah which is a terrible thing to do and it's also quite obvious when you do it you know what I mean yeah although it's not even his first love if you know what I mean he's like he wants to still be an actor yeah he's like still growing at the action I don't think he's ever going to like consider himself to be a successful actor even though he is a successful actor yeah but like I deem being a successful actor because he's made a full-time living off being an actor. And that's what, in terms of like the minimal percentage of people who actually make their money as an actor, like that's a successful actor. Yeah. It's because he's older, man. He's like 55 and he's just like, he was growing up and he was like, oh, I want to be Tom Cruise and Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. How he, old he, that he, is. He, he wants to, he wants to have a blockbuster movie. I don't yeah. think he'll consider himself successful unless he's like either the lead or the co-lead in a blockbuster film. Yeah. And like like he probably tar- never will be. Like in a Tarantino film. Yeah. Like or Al Pacino. He, did, he wants to be like Scarface. Or even if he did Step Brothers. I think yeah. like, he, he basically wants to make, I think a hundred million off one film and be like, that was me. Because yeah. no one, like when Brian Callan dies, like as much as I think like, He's entertaining. I'm not going to say he's funny because I don't actually laugh at jokes, but I can see like the entertainment value in him. Uh, no one's ever going to go, oh, do you remember the Brian Callum film? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I actually think he's still most famous for being in The Hangover and I don't really remember him that. Yeah, either do I. Either do I. Either do I. But like, he's in it though. No, I respect his hustle and stuff, but like, Brendan Schaub has obviously dragged this whole thing along. Oh yeah, And 100%. he takes none of his, t- like he's, it almost seems like Brendan Schaub's leaving him. Yeah. He's now with Theo Vaughn and the big brown breakdown, or yeah. whatever it's called. The what's what's it called? What's your name? Below the belt. Below the belt. I, yeah. I don't know what. I I still think it's called the big brown breakdown. I I think like that's better. But I think there was when he got signed to, he got signed to some network or something. Didn't he? Yeah, but the thing is like, he like he starts the show and then I go into the YouTube comments and look at when he starts talking about the fighting, but he spends the first hour almost talking about what he sort of did, yeah, and how so he no, got out of his so, car. Solid stuff. twenty minutes been like. So I was in Pasadena on the weekend, yeah. and I had a Mexican, and the crowd was a bit nervous, but it was a good show, and everyone loved me, and it was great. Yeah, he sort of, he's he's changed as well. He's gone very like not not as if that's a bad thing, but like he was more funnier then when he was still. You see, he's he's like made it now that it's just like yeah, he's on cruise control now. I oh, know, obviously, starting a new podcast, but like when he when they were in a little shitty room and they were like bringing on like the likes of Matt Mitrione. 
it was like gold crack when he had the shaved head and all. And yeah. It was just real like. He's like really into himself hungry. now yeah. and he's doing yeah. like the red carpet with E and. Yeah. He's been, uh, yeah, but he's all, he also loves like slipping him there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just send that. Let me just send like 50 cent a text there and see what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, that's what happens once you once you make it and you have all the money. It's sort of like you're you're not like everyone else. Then you know what I mean? Because no. everyone likes to see the hustle and the grind going from being on the social welfare to be selling one billion whiskeys. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah, but it's not everyone can be that rags. Yeah, no, yeah, but, but like the rags, like once you're at the top of the yeah. Mount Everest, it's just like no one you, people can't see where you're coming from because you're so far ahead. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. It's, uh, Whereas Joe Rogan's just stay the same. He's like Buddha. He's just sitting there. Yeah, like, I think... I think something about Joe Rogan, like, you can tell he's got, like, very strong moral values. Yeah. I think, like, that's something really great about him. Yeah, but it could even be the thing that he doesn't even wear all the Gucci or, like, where yeah. Shab's constantly showing off his new runners and his new Gucci runners, this, that, and the other. Whereas Joe Rogan's wearing a fanny pack. Yeah, I think so. And I also think, like, UFC, like... Make Joe Rogan wear a suit and like, look, there's your suit, if you know what I mean. As yep. opposed to Brent Shaw, probably like, right, get the tuxedo. It's like, I hear, man, no yeah. way. Well, like, if you're if you're into that stuff, you're into that stuff, obviously. But like, if you if we're compared to like Logan Paul, Logan Paul is wearing all his own merch. You know what I mean? So he's always wearing uh, Maverick merch. So yeah. like, you know, what I mean? he's not getting wearing the sort of Gucci stuff or whatever, you know. But he's like multi millionaire. And then if you look at like Adam Twenty Two, he never wears any of that sort of stuff as well. It's just like. People, I think it makes it more relatable when you're wearing a t-shirt and jeans as opposed to yeah. Brent Shab is trying to be the like most solid person in the room at all all times. I think it'd be fine if like he wore if it just say he was just into shoes and he wore like normal jeans, a t-shirt, and then funky shoes, and you'd be like, yeah, the shoe guy. But he's like funky shoes, and he's like the basketball jersey, and then he's then it's like the purple jacket. You know what I mean? Like, I love when Rappaport goes to town on him. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool. it, that happened the other day with Theo Vaughn and some other fella on fire and the kid. Now, I actually just watched a 11-minute YouTube video on it, but it was funny. Like, they're all taking the piss out of Shab. Yeah. Although, I still, I still enjoy his show, and I like yeah. the way he analyze, uh, analyzes stuff as well. But Yeah, you just have to skip the first 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, not really nice to do, if you know what I mean. No. No, no, no. It's not. It's just sort of like... I don't know, it's like the same. Or... Although, you know, it's a bit like uh, when I'm watching Game of Thrones, and I know you don't watch it, but the first three minutes, literally the first three minutes is, is the intro. And like if anyone watches, which I'm sure most people do who listen, it's just the song on the intro. And I'm just like, I'm skipping that. I know it's three minutes long. Like, All right. But they actually do change the intro slightly in terms of like the map. But like, I don't give a shit about the map. So like, don't do a 20 minute long intro if you're doing a YouTube video because... There's too many, too much other great content out there that you like. You don't need to know about a comedy show that you weren't at. Yeah. Okay. Facts, facts. Yeah. I don't. We just have to slay him for ages or what? No, because we think he's absolutely brilliant. He's building yeah. an absolute empire. It's just more so like the aspect we don't enjoy that he does a twenty-minute routine on being, I don't know, Greenwich, Connecticut, for doing a comedy show that. 99% of people who are listening to you right now didn't actually go see yeah I know yeah like sometimes I think it's funny I remember he was saying one time he got his got a clown in for his kid's birthday he was like locked out and I was like or Spider-Man or something like that I was like alright 
that was entertaining. Yeah, but the thing is, right, now that I know that I can look in the comments and see to skip that, yeah, um, it's just the first thing I do now. Yeah, I know, yeah. But in fairness, you enjoy his analysis on fighting, like, that's good enough. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, like, I'm, I'm I think it's because he gets the whole game. He sees the full picture when he's yeah. analyzing fight. He's like, he's like, so-and-so's just there for the Instagram followers. And then he's like, so-and-so does this, so-and-so does that. And I'm like, right. Fix that. That's great. This? Yeah. Was it all right? Yeah, it's great now, yeah. Right. No, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was just, uh, like, when I go to him, I want to see my, my fight stuff. When I go, yeah. go, you know what I mean? You sort of know where you're going to each place like i'm sure people only come here for fighting shit yeah they're not here to listen to you, you having pregnancy or yeah talking about the low gang and all that sort of stuff but uh yeah but well like at least people listening now they know that like the our plan is now obviously to uh youtube the shit out of in, life yeah and then like we're gonna try to take the best of everything so yeah but um is there anything else to say about that or we move into the, the no let, let's start talking about that that funny life yeah okay uh we're gonna start off with the pfa team of the year awards uh it came out during during the week and um the 11 is in uh first of all in goal is ederson from manchester city ross he had 20 clean sheets this year and allison from liverpool had 19 clean sheets what's your thoughts uh, someone actually asked me about this during the week and i actually think the goalkeeper is a funny one because a lot of times, Man City didn't concede a lot of shots, and neither did Liverpool, and you, they just had the most clean sheets, therefore the goalkeeper of the year. Sometimes I think it should be someone like Fabianski for West Ham, who had a really good season in goal, saved a lot of shots, but had a lot more to do. But it's just easier to give to the, someone who kept 20 clean sheets, so why not Ederson? Yeah. You see, it's, it, it's, it's such a strange thing to give already because the season's not over, but... Yeah. Like, either or would have been a great decision, you know? Yeah. Uh, then, if you're looking at right back, this was actually quite controversial because Trent Alexander-Arnold from Liverpool got it. Uh, people were saying that Matt Doherty from Wolves should have got it. Uh, even Wan Bissaka yeah. from uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, what are your thoughts? Because these awards are also given out, uh, uh, this chosen by the players in around January. For me, I would have said Matt Doherty. Uh, I think he scored something like seven or eight goals for Wolves this year, which is absolutely phenomenal from a right back. And... He's just been so good up and down that right flank for Wolves all season. One of their best players. And again, if Liverpool weren't doing as well as they are in the league, I'd wonder, you know, would Alexander-Arnold have got it? Like, individually, was he actually that good at right back or just as a collective for Liverpool that good and made him look better? Yeah. Then uh, it says here, alongside him, Virgil van Dijk, uh, who just won the Player of the Year award as well. Um Man, he's been an absolute man mountain at centre back. You know, I actually thought it was quite funny because I thought Van Dijk was obviously an absolute chew in, and like no one would not pick Van Dijk in their team of the year. But I was like, who's actually the other centre half? Because Van Dijk's actually been so good that's made all the other centre halves just look sort of average. Yeah. Uh, beside him, it says here Laporte. Yeah. Manchester no, but it's a bit of a funny time for Laporte because his last few games haven't actually been the best, uh, especially in the Champions League against Spurs. But still, I think, still on cap for France as well. I think overall, I think he he did have a very good season. Um, I think centre half was a bit of a strange one this year. Uh, Connor Cody for Wolves again had a great season. Uh, Fabian Schar actually didn't have a bad season for Newcastle. What do you mean Connor Cody again had a great season? No, I was saying as in like another Wolves player. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. uh, <laughs> last year he was playing the Championship. Yeah. Like. Great season in the Championship. Yeah. Uh, I actually thought Lindelof wasn't terrible. Uh, Aspiloqueta was all right, but like. Rudiger was alright for Chelsea as well but 
for Tonga and Alderweireld, but they're all like I feel like everyone else was like seven out of ten, and for Th- or Van Dijk was ten out of ten. Ten out of ten, yeah. Uh, speaking of another good Liverpool defender, Robertson was left back. Yeah, for me, I think this was probably one of the easier selections in the team. Yeah, he's been phenomenal all year. When he gets down the line and crosses a ball, it's always I say seven out of ten times the ball's going to land to one of his own players. Just great crossing ability. There's something like Dennis Irwin-esque about him or something. He's like very safe, isn't he? As in like very solid player. I almost think he's a bit more like slightly more defensive Marcelo. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a bit more modern day. Yeah, Dennis, yeah. Dennis Irwin was a right footer playing left back. But in the midfield, controversy as always surrounding Manchester United's probably player of the year, Paul Pogba. Would you put him in the team of the year? I think because he scored 13 goals midfield, people are like, Right, that's a good enough stat to get in there. Yeah. Uh, it depends on what you're looking for in the midfield. For me, I thought Fernandinho was the best midfielder in the league this year. I thought he deserved it. But again, I'd say there's about 10 midfielders who were 8 out of 10. Uh, David Silva could have got there. Wijnaldum could have got there. Keita could have got there. Ruben Neves. Hazard. Rice, Hazard, depending on whether you call him a forward or midfielder. Yeah. Uh, and then the other midfielder was Bernardo Silva, who I also thought was outstanding this year. So, it depends on who, like, you want to pick, really. Yeah. Because, like, Christian Eriksen could have been picked in there. Yeah, true, yeah. Although he wasn't that great this year. I don't know. It just seems like every, like the team is obviously... It's a brilliant team, so, like, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Then uh, Mane, Aguero, and Sterling up front as well, man. As Bernardo Silva and Fernandinho played alongside Pogba. See, again, like, with the front three, it, like, Salah's now the top goal scorer in the league, which is funny, and he's not in the team. So that's the way it works. Sterling was like I think he was second in player of the year, one young player of the year. Like young just outstanding football from City and Liverpool this year. Do you think being twenty four years old is too old to win the young player of the year? Absolutely. I think it is. I think Max you should be twenty two. I was thinking about it earlier. I was like twenty well, like, maybe. I was I was thinking twenty one really, but Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I I'll say twenty two. If you're twenty one at, at some stage in the season. When the season kicks off and you're 21, you can win it. That's I say, the way I look at it. I say Sterling lost a load of votes to become player of the year. Because, because people they were, were like, for young. Yeah, because they were like, oh, do you know what? I can pick both. Make him yeah. young and make him older. I remember, didn't Ronaldo not win player of the year one year and not win young player of the year? Yeah. Which is like, makes no sense. Exactly. You're, as you brought up Ronaldo, Ronaldo scored a 600 club goal of his career there over the weekend in a one-all draw against Inter Milan. Ross, 600 goals, man. 600 goals. Six, 600. 600. Jeez, that's like a, how many minutes United have been since the last time they scored before the most recent goal. <laughs> 600 minutes. United what? could really do with Ronaldo back because 600 goals. We I think we missed 500 of them, did we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, Messi is on 598 goals, so he's creeping up behind them. I have uh, that score before the end of the season. Also, Messi and Ronaldo both won their leagues as well this this weekend as well. First time both players have won the league in the same year, ever. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? Now I know a lot of them. You know, I, I was just would have thought when Ronaldo was at United, Barcelona won the league, but obviously not. It's um that league. The La Liga without Ronaldo is just Messi's domain. And then, yeah. obviously, Ronaldo in Italy, you've, like Juventus are just the best. Oh, by a mile, yeah. By a mile, yeah. I think, did they lose one game this year, Juventus? And that was it. I mean, they rested Ronaldo for the game. They lost 2-0, I think. Not ring a bell. Man, you're the Serie A watcher. But um, 
obviously over the weekend, the well, the Premier League is now winding down. There's two games to go. No one, they were, may as well start in the top two. Manchester City are winning the league. Two games to go on 92 points. Tottenham, I'm sorry, Liverpool are coming second on 91 points. Two games to, two games to go. Ross, like, I just think Man City and Liverpool are both going to win the last two games. Yeah. And then City Man- be on 98 points and Liverpool 97. Yeah. City to win the league? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Last also because they're not in Europe. Also they're not in Europe, yeah. And then uh, the race for top four, man. This is one of the biggest jokes I've ever seen in football, ever. Tottenham <laughs> Tottenham uh, are on 70 points coming third. Chelsea are on 68 points coming fourth. Arsenal are coming fifth on 66 points. Man U are coming sixth on 65 points. Um, are you ready for this? Spurs, trying to finish in the top four, have lost their last two games. Chelsea have drawn their last two games. Arsenal have lost their last three games. And United have lost two of their last three games and drew, drawn the other one. What you make of that? It's just an absolute disgrace, man. Everyone trying their best not to come third or fourth. Yeah, it's just it's it's actually like so funny. It's actually like what? Like, do you know who actually deserves top four? Wolves. Yeah. But they're try hard. They try hard. That, there's that word again, Troy. Yeah, but they're actually playing good football. Like, yeah, but United are the most disgraceful because they got knocked out of the Champions League, and all they have to do is finish in the top four. Then, and like Arsenal, Chelsea, and Spurs are all playing European football still, and United are still the worst of the teams going for the top four. Yeah, it's absolutely disgrace. You obviously went on a rant there last week about Man United. I'm sure we'll like go way more into depth about it next week. But uh, as it stands, Spurs to come third, and then. Who comes fourth? I'm gonna say Chelsea because, like, even though I think when looking at the fixtures, I think it favors Arsenal. But like, Arsenal losing three 0 to Leicester, and who was it three two to Palace the week before at home? I'm just like, they don't want to win, so yeah, I think Chelsea. It just looks like no one wants to win. It's so crazy. Like City and Liverpool are playing some of the greatest football I've seen, and like, it's gonna be so unfortunate for the team to come second. But like. It's, Spurs are like meh, like okay. Like you I know think I mean? they'll Spurs get like, are sort of safe as in yeah, like, like they're not get, gonna get caught by fifth. Yeah, like they're gonna get like like they're gra- like they're like a seven out of ten season. Whereas like Chelsea, Arsenal, United are all playing so shit, like you, you can only walk out being like five out of ten max. Although like Chelsea and Arsenal could face each other in the Europa League final. A draw was the worst thing to happen between Chelsea and United. Yeah, it was just it's like Spurs Spurs are four points clear of Arsenal, who are in fifth with Two games to go, so like it'd be a miracle if Spurs don't finish in the top four. Yeah, I do. I think they'll be grand, but uh, obviously we're gonna go through that again next week, Ross. But like the Champions League semi-finals are on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Uh, the first game tomorrow is Tottenham taking on Ajax at eight o'clock. Ross, who are you going for in this one? Um, it's weird. The closer gets with the more sort of fancy Spurs. The way they played against City in that uh, second leg, I was like, you know what? They're, they're fighting very, very hard all year. And I don't know, there's something about that Spurs team, I believe, without Harry Kane, they give it that bit more on the pitch, and I think they become more of a unit. What's your take on it? I'm going to go for a draw on this one, man. You know what? I feel the Ajax are just such a slippery banana. Yeah, although I feel like someone's going to have to be Ajax's kryptonite this year. I, I, I feel like they it almost seems to be the underdogs better. And now they're like almost a level playing field. I'm going to go for a draw. Spurs are at home. 
And then on Wednesday, Barcelona take on Liverpool. This is probably going to be... Well, it's going to be hard to top the Tottenham against Manchester City game. But like, I feel like Barca against Liverpool, this could be the best game of the tournament. Yeah, the build, the build for it would be brilliant. I feel like whoever wins this... Who's at home? Barcelona at home. Oh, see, I almost think that song was bad for Liverpool. I almost think they'd rather be at home and then be still in the toy for the away game. And then I, I feel like I Liverpool you, play you. better fearless as opposed to if Liverpool get half a result over in the new camp, like things will be on edge in Anfield. I'm absolutely buzzing for this game, yeah. you know, man. It's just like you're going to get the creme de la creme of football. I think everyone just wants to know can Messi dribble the ball by Van Dijk? Yeah. Barcelona are home, man. They could have been out on the piss there on the weekend winning the league. But like that was a formality almost. Yeah, yeah it was. They won the league, what, about seven or eight weeks ago, really. The thing, the thing is, like, you, you race to win the league, you win the league, you win the league, and then you're like, don't care about the league, you have to win the Champions League now. Yeah. Like, the league almost becomes their, like... Also, Barcelona have won the Champions League in a couple of years now, so therefore, like, their hunger for that must be quite strong. Yeah, because... For this game... Also, they're taking it off Real Madrid as well. Exactly. I think Barcelona are going to win this game 2-1. Yeah, I fancy them as well. I think, for me, I'm like, it's definitely, definitely Barcelona. Yeah. Although Barcelona's like, defence isn't great, man. Yeah, but when you look at Coutinho, Suarez, Messi, I'm just like, I don't, individually, I'm like, they're all different gravy. I can't wait for this game, man, to be honest. Imagine if I had been Barcelona, we would have been playing Liverpool. Liverpool also, I think Santos. Barcelona are better doing that, like, sort of dirty tactics on the slide to get the job done. I just can't wait to see Messi. It's going to be really interesting to see the second like Messi in Anfield. It's going to be something crazy. Also, I think that uh, Barcelona midfield is going to be better as well. I just think Rakitic, Vidal, and um, Busquets are like sort of like the perfect amount of like dirty but like clever. Clever, yeah. I just say, oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait for that game. Spurs, Ajax is like alright, grand, but then that's the warm up. Uh, yeah. So to hear. Check out the Champions League games, but uh, the Europa League semi-finals are both on on Thursday. Arsenal are home to Valencia. Do you know what? I actually sort of want Arsenal to play Chelsea in the final. Yeah, so do I. So I'm gonna say Arsenal. I think Arsenal will get the job done over two legs. There'll be a bit of shakiness in the middle, as always with Arsenal. But I think they get the job done. Yeah, it'd be more interesting if Arsenal play Chelsea in the final as well. Even if they all then qualify for the Champions League, you know they're like just screwed anyway. Don't you just feel like Chelsea versus Frankfurt is such a like (laughs) Champions League group stage game for Chelsea? As in, like, no, it's like a fucking inter inter total cup qualifier. Like, yeah, but you don't feel like Frankfurt like finished fourth in the German League for the first time ever and they're like the bottom seeds against Chelsea and the top seeds in the Champions League yeah. in the group stage okay I get you yeah, yeah it's, but, just like, um, it's just like although you're giving Frankfurt a lot of credit to be in Champions League I think they're actually gonna I think they're finishing fourth in the Bundesliga at the moment yeah but like we've seen how good the Bundesliga is now these days yeah it's got Dortmund and Munich and the other 18 teams yeah. <laughs> but uh I'm going to go Arsenal. I think it's okay. I'm going to go Arsenal 2 1, and then I'm going to go Chelsea just 2 1 as well, actually. I'll say Chelsea home. Chelsea are actually away, unfortunately. Oh, are they? Yeah. All right, then I'll like Chelsea 2 1. And Arsenal home, I'll say 2 0. Yeah. All right. So that's on Thursday. So Champions League, Tuesday on Wednesday, and then Europa League on Thursday. Uh, also, by the way, the European Under 17 Championship comes to Ireland, and it starts on Friday. Um, for people who like football, 
it's on all around Ireland. Uh, it's like, is the whole tournament in Ireland? Whole tournaments in Ireland, yeah. It actually Bam. kicks off at 12 o'clock on Friday. Czech Republic have taken on Belgium, but in Tallis Stadium, Ireland are taking on Greece. There's other games. Uh, is there 20 games teams in the tournament? Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, there's like four groups. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, but there's a few games. Uh, we're going to keep you up to date with that as well. But uh, there's a f- like if you're around, uh, I think t- match tickets are a fiver to go to. Like, I mean, just definitely check that out. Yeah, but Grandma, we'll go to like at least the semi final and try to get the final. Why not? Like, yeah, well, like hopefully I don't get that far. But uh, well, like we'll go to the semi final or final regardless who's playing. No, definitely. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying hopefully they yeah. get that far. Yeah, but uh, yeah, everyone keep an eye on that because this game's on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and everything. We'll keep you on. T- we'll keep you in. Informed about that as well. But, uh, Ross, anything else to say about the football before we move into the world of mixed martial arts? No, I think that's sort of it. Uh, the race for the Premier League title goes on. And I'm looking forward to next week's show about football even more because there'll be one week left in the Premier League. And also, the Champions League first leg will be over. So we'll be like, oh, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, we were sort of stuck for things to talk about today. That's why we were talking about uh, pregnancy. Ross's hate for uh, Brendan Schaub and then... Uh, me calling Joe Rogan Buddha. But uh, <laughs> we're moving to the world of mixed martial arts, right? Today, people, right, there is not anything amazing to talk about UC Florida, Ottawa, Bellator 220, or Bellator Birmingham. But UFC have announced they're going to Abu Dhabi on September the 7th. And that's supposedly where Khabib is going to defend his UFC lightweight title. Dustin Poirier today tweeted out then saying, location sent. Khabib versus Dustin Poirier seems to be the headliner there, Ross. But uh, yeah. obviously McGregor, Conor McGregor, the notorious one, is lingering lingering around in the background. What's your take on this whole entire situation, Ross? What do you want to see? To be honest, I actually think I want to see the poor A Khabib fight. Um, I want to see McGregor fight someone else and, you know, get rid of the ring rust because it's going to be like another year since he's fought last again. Yeah. And then... He's back uh, training though. He is back training. He looks like he's enjoying himself training as well. But let's be honest... Are we going to see something that we haven't seen before? That's the thing. In, in, do you know what, by the way? I put a poll out on our page. Who do people want to see Khabib take on next, right? <laughs> this is so funny. 49% Conor McGregor, 51% Dustin Poirier. I think that speaks volumes, considering we're from Ireland, that still most people want to see Poirier fight. I think they feel like he deserves it. Yeah. He, he does. He, he does deserve it. He's beaten what? Pettis, Alvarez, uh, Gagey, and Max Holloway. Who else do you want him to be? What, Tony Ferguson before he has to fight Khabib? You know what I mean? Like, that's that's for the best lightweight in the world. Fix that. Go again. Better? Go again. Better? Yeah. Mike issues. Yeah. Very energized. Ross jumping around there, yeah. The thoughts of Poirier versus Khabib. Go on, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, go on. Very me with the mic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's get let's just get straight to it. Oh, you can just see the headline being Khabib versus Poirier. And if it's in Abu Dhabi, it's all about Khabib. It's all about getting those billionaires to, to be like Khabib's the man, isn't he? The chic money. Yeah, that chic money. And look, Poirier will bring the fight to Khabib. Will he win? More than likely not. More than likely get mauled the way Khabib mauls most people. But do you think Poirier would do? To see do you think Poirier would do better than Connor? No. I don't think he will. To be honest. Yeah. I think Khabib will finish him within three rounds probably. Because the way I see Khabib is he's almost getting better. 
Yeah, but hold on. Wouldn't the Sheiks want Conor McGregor over there, you know? Yeah, but he'd probably like say something bad about Muslims and then like they'd be like, oh, we oh, don't yeah. want him. Yeah, actually, yeah. Like, Khabib's like the ultimate like yeah, but Muslim could... poster boy and then like... Yeah, but you could picture Conor fun. dressing up in one of them like robes. Oh, who knows what he'll do. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's too unpredictable as well. He like... And he can't do something too wild Nabi Dabi or the lock him up forever. They won't care who he is. So like... It's probably best off McGregor doesn't fight there. I know. I was I was watching a podcast there the other day and uh, they were discussing uh, that like the casual MMA fighter, which most people yeah. are. Like, I mean, we we discuss undercards and stuff, but no one gives a shit yeah. about Jim Miller. No. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, like. But his kids do who watch yeah. him on the weekend. Okay, obviously his kids do. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, like, no one no one gives a shit about like Mike Perry really. Like, I mean, no. the average person wouldn't really know who he is. So. It's like you you want to have the stars coming out like you're sort yeah of like, unless you have twelve pounds of gold draped over your shoulder yeah. most people don't care who you are that's just the way it is yeah yeah which is like bar like ten other fighters who like people also know if t- if ten fans walk in right seven of them are casual and then one one of them knows nearly everything and then yeah. two are just sort of like I know who yeah the Brazilian you know who they are is. you're like you're like yeah. I've seen him fight poor it's like oh who did you yeah. see him fight it's like I don't know I just saw it yeah. It's really like Lois Theodore's fighting this weekend. Like a lot of MMA fans are probably like, "Oh, your man with the hair," but like they're like, "Oh, who did you, have you seen a fight?" It's like, I don't know, just your man with the hair, no? Exactly, yeah. The ring boy. Yeah, that's why the uh, the way UFC has gone to ESPN is very, very. It's cool for them. Yeah, it is. It makes the fires more known. Yeah. So, so you think it's going to be like? I really want to know. I'm yeah, but I think it's also going to be Whitaker versus Adesanya on that card as well. Yeah, like if they don't if they don't pull a, a bleeding UFC Australia out of their arse, which like I think they're consider, considering doing. But what way do you think people are looking at Connor these days? Do you think people are all going to fly out to Abu Dhabi if Connor's fighting there? Maybe just because a lot of dubs in Abu Dhabi getting sunburned. Yeah, but I think maybe just because they haven't been to Abu Dhabi, so they're like, oh, holiday as well. Would that be more expensive than going to Vegas? It's probably similar price to be honest. Although if they announce McGregor on the card, it will probably be. More expensive then. It the would flights would go be. up, yeah. It actually would be, yeah. Although I remember beforehand, people were saying McGregor's going to fight in this card and people like booked their flights and all this. And I was like, geez, relax, I'm booking the flight. Like, until like, you get the nod, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. But, but we knew a lot le- less people at the Khabib fight. As in like, I don't remember like, clicking on my own personal Instagram stories and seeing people over in Vegas for McGregor Khabib. Yeah. As opposed to, I remember like, seeing people at the Alvarez fight. I remember seeing people at the Aldo fight, at the Mendez fight. Yeah. We were with, no, I agree with you, but um I was sort of looking at the next upcoming events and I'm sort of like obviously we're trying to get we're trying to grow this as much as we can. And like some of the events are sort of shitty. You know what I mean? Like even like the weekend's card like wasn't that great. And then like this weekend's card, not that great either. You know no. what I mean? Like no one's clamoring people really associate us with MMA. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? I know obviously we do cover rugby, we talk about it's a bit like we could have done with Roy McDonald being in the UFC. Like, because I think that would have got better traction oh, yeah. than like Dracaray versus Hermanson. Yeah. It's like, what? Exactly, yeah. But like people look at Bellator and go, oh, it's not as good. You know what I mean? When we say yeah. Bellator, it's like second class as opposed to... It is. When you say UFC, it's like UFC headlined by Hermanson. It's like, who? 
So like, like yeah. the cards aren't that great. Like the cards coming up. The next one is Cowboy versus Iquinta. It's like great fight, but like the co-main events, like Brunson versus Theodore, not great. Then you have UFC two thirty seven, which is not great for us because it's in Brazil. So like, yeah, we're not going to get a lot of Brazilian fans in the door. Obrigado. We're, what? Yeah. we're sporting, uh, we're sporting Leinster that day anyway. Yeah, and then the following one I think is a UFC fight night as well. So I'm not too sure who's in that one, but. It's just one of those things where when it's big UFC pay-per-views on North America, that's what wins it for us. Or decent UFC cards in Europe. Yeah, like UFC 239 International Fight Week, that's our next biggest, that's probably what's going to do the biggest for us yeah. in the next upcoming few weeks. Just looking at it, you know? Because no yeah. one's going to be coming to us for looking for a Lancer crack. But first, you might get it, you never know. Sometimes the bad pay-per-views in North America can surprise you because... People are looking to be entertained by content because the cards aren't that great. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, like, people aren't going to be like jumping on our podcast yeah. this week to listen about Cowboy taking on Alloy Al- Quinton. No, no, we're but not going to be found. We're not going to be found. But but like sometimes the, the yeah. worst cards are better interactions for us with the people who do follow us. Oh yeah, but we have more. We have more chance to interact with. Yeah. Them. Well, it's not. It's not the problem with the Instagram page. It's more the people actually tuning into the show. Yeah. Is yeah. Go is is less. Well, obviously, yeah, because, like, <laughs> we're, we're talking about stuff that, like, half them don't know about. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, not get, you're not getting the casual ear. Yeah, not a hope, not a hope. But, um, yeah, so, yeah. Look, we, we can only play with the cards we're dealt with, you know what I mean? That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, so. Although we're better off knowing good, a good amount of stuff about this stuff rather than, like, spoof and talking about Nadal and... Federer, Federer, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. But what can you do? That's yeah. cards. Yeah, well, um, and one of us goes, yeah. What about Andy Murray? It's like he's retired. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's why if you've noticed, we've like cut down and posting on the actual Instagram page as well because like we're like overusing the content. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like he's going to use that picture again with fucking Austin and Page. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just like like it has to cut back. You yeah. Know what I mean, because when they come back to the page, if the most relevant three things, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's why we need to start getting back onto YouTube to be found rather than chasing. But, YouTubes. Um, the YouTubes. Yeah, so it seems like Poirier against Khabib unless like one of them gets injury. Yeah, and like hopefully they stack the deck because they haven't been dabby dabby in a while. Yeah. This, this show is going to be so random listening back to you, don't it? I sure look. I sure look very It's our podcast. We can do what we like. Exactly. I feel like I feel like we're just knocking these episodes yeah. out until like we start actually doing the tubes because once we go back on camera, people will be like, what the f- like they're on camera there's now. those lads yeah, again yeah yeah and, yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah but uh okay we will start with uc florida was on over the weekend by the way a lot of people followed us off this as well so hello to you uh it was headlined by jack ray souza taking on jack hermanson hermanson won by decision uh i think he won four of the five rounds yeah ross what a way to put your put your name out there jack hermanson yeah he nearly submitted it, uh jack ray in the first round as well with a guillotine choke it was very impressive performance by him. Uh, he just seemed to land like higher volume and more accurate level. Uh, you know what? Watching Jack Ray, it was almost reminiscent of when he fought Wyman, and like Wyman eventually just like couldn't take the the plodding forward from Jack Ray and showing the heavy shots. And Hermanson just looks like he could take it. And I was impressed by Her- Hermanson. He Same got the job done, and like he sort of like pitter pattered at him with his punches. But I'm sure those pitter patters like were sore yeah no um i, I like guys to go in and talk to talk and walk to walk and uh he, his output was unbelievable and um who do you want to see him fight next 
I don't know. Like it's so uh, now all of a sudden he's on my radar. You know. Yeah. Before this, I was sort of like ah, it's obviously Jack Ray, but now it's like. Yeah, but he's gone from like number fifteen ranked in the world to like number five. Yeah, you said that they're supposedly do you see you're going to Copenhagen in September October. And he wants a headliner. Yeah, the only problem is he's going to find it hard to find a dance partner to go to Copenhagen to fight him in his backyard. Yeah, when he's still not over you that well known. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't even know if he'd sell out over there. Yeah, but so, uh, I don't. Yeah, it's just going to be interesting. To keep an eye on him. Uh, also, Greg Hardy won as well. Everyone will know him from their NFL days. By the way, shout out to the people who tuned in for the NFL draft. That was a bit of crack anyway. Uh, this season, I'm going to be sporting the Cleveland Browns because uh, I sported them last year because they were on hard knocks and now all of a sudden they have Odell Beckham. So I see him like... Yeah, the Rob Moy team's yeah. best player. Yeah, Ro- like Ross, is, Ross is like, man, you should support the, the Jets. Is that what you said? And I was no. like... The Giants. The Giants, because they're my team. Yeah, but like, you're like, you should support team. these. And I was like, oh, fuck that. Like, <laughs> I didn't know any of the players, so I was like... I've watched Hard Knocks, so I was like, right. I like the Giants, and they've like drafted the new Eli Manning. Are we going to go to Cleveland? First, <laughs> I'll go to a Cleveland Browns game for the crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, two, three, family. Yeah, one, two, three, family. Uh, all, probably one of the best fights tonight. Uh, Brazilian cowboy Alex Oliveira lost to Mike Perry. Uh, do you know what? Mike Perry is some crack, dancing the whole time in the octagon, waiting for... Those just, two, like, actually just play rock'em, sock'em robots. They took a, turns battering each other. It was just great entertainment, Ross. Like, yeah. I mean, what, like, we stay up to, like, great fight. six in the morning to watch these fights. Yeah. And this is the entertainment you want. Yeah, you need a fight like that to, like, keep you awake for the last two fights. Uh, it was a perfect time on the card as well. Um, Mike Perry got the nod. I'd love to see him fight Darren Till. That's what we call it afterwards. Like, why not give the fans what they want? Yeah, definitely. Uh, also, on the main card... Because we're going to have to rush on. Uh, Gover Teixeira won. Corey Sandhagen won. And uh, Roosevelt Roberts won. Uh, this weekend in the UFC, Alloy Quint is taking on Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Uh, this is on in Ottawa in Canada. Ross, who are you going for? I'm going to go for Cerrone. He was very impressive beating Alex Hernandez. Uh, Alloy Quinta beat Kevin Lee. But I'm going to go for Cowboy. I think he's got more tools in the bag. Okay. What do you think? I'll go for Oya Quinta. Uh, then Derek Brunson is also taking on Elias Teodoro. Conor Swanson is taking on Shane Burgos. Don't really much cares about that. But uh, Pagatona from SPG Ireland. Uh, he also won the Ultimate Fighter. He's fighting in his hometown as well, taking on Murdoch Devashvili. And he loves the energy of lads. He does. Also, shout out to his girlfriend as well. She's a legend. Katie Saul. Katie Saul, yeah. Uh, also, over the weekend, Bellator 220 was on in San Jose, California. And Rory McDonald defended his title against John Fitch in the welterweight Grand Prix and has now moved on into the semi-finals against Neiman Gracie against he won by draw yeah um, I just want to give a shout out to Liam Lane McFarland she won as well um, Ross they're into the semi-final of the welterweight Grand Prix yeah so you have Douglas Lima versus MVP and Neiman Gracie versus Roy McDonald yeah uh, I actually think Neiman Grace is going to be roaring my tongue. He was like, after it, he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Don't want to hurt anyone. And I think that wasn't good enough. I also think John Fitch actually won that fight. Yeah. And then I think MVP versus Liam is an absolute outrageous fight. I actually think MVP is going to win that. And I think Grace is going to win the belt in the final. There's loads of people actually wrote back saying who they think will win. Uh, I actually think Liam is going to win because... Uh, he's probably going to just take the MVP down but uh, people said Lima MVP Lima Lima MVP Lima MVP Lima Rory 
Uh, Oshi McCarthy 96 he says I think Rory will win then possibly hang up hang them up uh, Lima Lima MVP Gracie MVP Lima who said Gracie Lima Rory Lima Lima Gracie by Joey Den- Dennerly so me and this one other guy out of like 70 people said Lima Gracie yeah go us that was actually a load of people wrote back to that yeah as well but uh, yeah people love to give their opinion when you give them options that is the thing. That's yeah. why people stay tuned to the energy show. But uh, this weekend, it, we're going to discuss it. It's Bellator, Birmingham. We were actually invited to go over, but unfortunately, Ross is uh, going to another pregnancy show. Yeah, another pregnancy fair. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to our, our mate Fabian Evers is fighting this week. Best luck to Fabian. I expect him to get the job done yeah. very, very early. He's fighting Falcao. He keeps on like, saying, oh, I'm going to knock him out on his Instagram, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, Fabian Edwards is 6 no. He's actually our mate. We did a podcast with him before, if you want to check it out. Yeah. Uh, the show is actually being headlined by Prem Primus against Tim Wilde. Um, Prem Primus tra- is former lightweight champion. Trains, trains with, with Austin Vanderford and Chelsea Sonnen. Yeah. Uh, Ireland's own Sam Slater is on the card as well. And uh, Brian Moore is on that card as well. So, on the Irish lads. On the Irish lads, yeah. And then, uh, obviously, Canelo's fighting Jacobs as well on Saturday. Affect Canelo win. Yeah, I felt like we just rushed a bit of that. I think the show wasn't as flu- fluid as we usually do it. Usually we're like right, bang, bang, bang. But like obviously we're trying to. I think explain. we got. To, I think we were talking for ages in the middle about Shab and Rogue and that, and just yeah. sort of went on a bit. But like, it is what it is. I think it would be an enjoyable show to listen to at the end. Yeah. And also, no one wants to hear a ten minute in depth breakdown of McDonald versus Fitch when they didn't watch it. Yeah. Well, at least the people who are loyal are listening now to get to understand where we're sort of trying to we're trying to take yeah. from. We're trying to take a few apples from these trees and then go with that. Yeah, exactly. And then also we have to make sure that like if we do become more successful, yeah, we can't be wearing Gucci mink. No, <laughs> it's all about it's all about that that like standard retail T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to was that Calzoni? Yeah. You send us out the T-shirts. The Michael Jordan of cheesesteaks. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also a shout out to Kevin as well, who's sending us out uh, energized phone covers as well. I suppose, yeah. suppose he made of gold, but... Uh, we'll see how gold they are when they arrive. Yeah. Um, Slightly skeptical, but we'll see. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win the uh, the NBA playoffs as well, by the way? Oh, I'm going to say the Houston Rockets because of my team, but I believe the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. Warriors versus Celtics final, I think. Yeah. Although I sort of prefer the Bucks. Yeah. And uh, who... Who do you think is going to win the... What, the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, the Patriots, because like, that's always like a safe bet. That is a safe bet as well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ross, random show. We covered... Uh, pregnancy. Pregnancy. Smoking. Podcast. Smoking. Podcast. Football. Football. Rugby. NFL. Even though we didn't cover rugby, NBA, you name it, we covered it. Guys, thanks a million for listening. Stay tuned. Stay energized. Stay energized.